Oh, we're continuing the without series this evening, and tonight we're going to do without holiness, no man shall see God. Without holiness, no man shall see God. Turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Hebrews 12 and 14. We're going to go to several places this evening. We're going to be in Peter and uh, Paul's letter to Titus and Matthew and Leviticus. Uh, Probably a couple other places. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. It says, Pursue peace with everyone and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Actually, that, that word peace is uh, shalom. And, and shalom means a lot more than simply just peace. It means oneness. It means prosperity. It means soundness. It means health, well-being, welfare. Um, when, when, the, when the Lord Jesus says, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so send I you. He's talking about all of those. He's, he's talking about a, uh, a state of being where, where we are blessed. Blessed. So it's not just the absence of conflict when, we, when he says pursue peace. And pursue these things and, and seek the very best. Coupled with holiness. So, seeking the best, wellness, goodness, uh, peace, well-being, health, coupled with holiness, and he says, without which no man shall see the Lord. Now, this is a quote from Leviticus chapter 19 and verse 1. And there were a group of people who who wanted to really do that, to really pursue holiness. And, and so they called themselves the Perushaim. And, and, and they, were, they were separated people. And, and, and they really wanted to, uh, to pursue this thing called holiness. Look at Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. We're going to look at verses 8 and 9. You see, there came a man on the scene who was absolutely holy. Absolutely separated. And, and he said in verse 8 and 9, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. And, and when this Holy One came face to face with the Perushaim, better known as the Pharisees, there was conflict. 
Because you see, the Perushaim, the Pharisees, had been pursuing peace. No, they had been they had been pursuing the law, and they saw holiness only in the law, and they forgot about this other peace. Shalom. Shalom. Holiness. Pastor Joe is going to cue up a song by a man named Don Francisco. I met Don Francisco in 1983 or 4 in Germany. He's a son of a uh, Baptist theological seminary preacher and went his own way and ended up uh, uh, caught up in all the worldliness things and finally come back to Jesus. Don Francisco.
if he doesn't get your uh, uh, fire going, your wood's wet. Um, let's look over in Matthew's Gospel in chapter 5 to uh, verses uh, 38 through 48. The Holy One, Jesus, says, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evildoer. But whoever slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other. And the one wanting to sue you and take your shirt, let him also have your coat. Whoever forces you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to the one who asks of you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Even the tax collectors do the same, don't they? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than anyone else? Even the pagans do that, don't they? Therefore, be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. You see, the way we treat others is, is all about holiness. Uh, he, he says, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Pursue this, this shalom, this peace, even, even with your enemies. And that is part and parcel together with holiness. Holiness is not just keeping the law. That's what the Pharisees missed. Holiness is loving your neighbor and keeping the law. And keeping the law. First Peter 1 13 through 23. So brace your minds for action. Keep your balance. Set your hope completely on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Like obedient children, do not be shaped by the cravings you had formerly in your ignorance. Instead, just like the Holy One who called you, be holy yourselves also in everything you do. For it is written, Holy ones you shall be, for I am holy. You see, this, this again is another quote of Leviticus chapter uh, 19, 1 through 37. And, and if we turn there, we find that the context of, of this passage that is quoted uh, several times uh, as, as we have looked at uh, is about the law and about loving our neighbor. And uh, for time's sake, I'm not going to read it all, but uh, the verse 1 says, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the congregation of Israel and of the children of Israel and, and tell them, You shall be holy ones, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And, and then he, he goes down 
and he and he lists he lists the laws that they're to keep, and 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 then at the at the end of that, uh, he 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 tells about about loving your neighbor and about taking care of 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 the the people around you, and and again in context it's coupled. It, Peter says it, the writer of Hebrews says it, Paul says it, the, the Old Testament bears it forth that, that holiness is the, is the combination of loving your neighbor and obeying the law. It's, it's always coupled. And, and I, I think that's pretty cool. You see, that means that Hebrews 12, 14 really, uh, really says that if we're going to see God, if we're going to see God, if we're going to practice holiness, that that, that is all about relationship. Relationship. And that's what the Pharisees missed. They totally missed relationship. They, the, the, they were griping and complaining about every little teeny infraction of, of the law at, at, the, at the complete disregard for people. Jesus healed on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees said, What? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're working on the Sabbath? You can't do that? And, of course, Jesus said, Well, which one of you would, wouldn't, uh, if, if, his, if his car was stuck, wouldn't wouldn't have uh, call a wreck truck and pull it out of the ditch. You know, actually, he used donkey, but same same, you know. Uh, and, and 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 oh, by the way, uh, the, the the scripture says if 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 you're going along and 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 you see your your your, your brother's donkey uh, uh, burdened down in a load, okay. And, and, and can't go, you're supposed to go along and help him get the donkey back on its feet. What's that say about driving by when someone's broke down the road? <laughs> Holiness. Holiness. We pursue that. Uh, and, 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 and that's what it's all about. Um, Matthew chapter 7 and verse 12. We know it as the golden rule. And, 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 and it tells us that uh, whatsoever you would have that men should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. So, uh, again, the law is not just the law for the law's sake, the law is love and action. It's it's like um, it's like good manners at the table. Um, when when I was at the navigators, we we had to practice manners. We'd eat at the navigator home, and 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 uh, we were we were taught how you're supposed to uh, pass food. Now, I don't know if if if, if any of you have ever had this this lesson or not, but I'm going to give you a quick one. 
Uh, what you do, you, you, you sit down and after you pray, the, the dish of food's in front of you. You fake left or right and you pass left. So you serve the person on your right. You take a help in yourself and then you pass it to the left. And if everybody does that, everybody gets served in a, in a good manner and everybody can eat. And then you wait for the host to take the first bite. The host has got a, the, the, the guy whose house it is, he, he usually takes a drink of water or, or whatever, and that signals people that they can go and eat. Uh, you see, it's, it's love and action, and that's what the law is meant to be. When, when he says, don't steal, it's love and action. When he says, don't murder, it's love and action. When he says, don't covet, that's love and action. It's all relationship. Relationship. And, and Don Francisco says holiness isn't the way you dress. It's not where I, I, I thought about. I've got a black suit and a skinny black tie from the Army, and I thought I'd, tonight I, I'd wear a white shirt and a skinny black tie and a, and a, and a, and a, and a black suit and, and really look holy. Um, but I figured you'd see right through that. So, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> but you see, holiness isn't about how we dress. Holiness is about our heart. It's about our heart. So, I want to ask you a question, and I want you to really think about that. When did the law become a dirty word? In Christian circles, whenever people talk about the law, it's kind of like, oh, we're under grace. <laughs> it's all about grace. It's not about law, right? Isn't that right? We kind of look down on the, on the, on the folks who, who insist on uh, doing it right. Uh, and what do you think about that? What place does the law play in our lives? Curtis, you're exempt from that question. <laughs> that's, that's true, but is that all? That's right. He says not one jot or one tittle of the law will pass away. So what place does the law play in our lives now? What part of holiness is the law? Turn with me to... Yeah. And and is there a big difference in the in the very in, in the very meaning and the very underlying principle? It's the same Lord that gave both. So what place does the law? Turn with me to Hebrews chapter three. 
Sure. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I, I, I agree. It doesn't, it, grace doesn't give us license to misbehave. Okay? You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So we're talking the moral law, right? Moral law, yes. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Right. Super. That's exactly what I wanted. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Get in there. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was going to get it. <laughs> okay. Turn with me to Hebrews uh, chapter 3 and verse 7. Hebrews 3, 7. Therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness where your fathers put me to the test, though they saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked by this generation, and I said, They're always, they always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. They shall not enter my rest. What do you think about that? Hebrews chapter 3. Take care, brothers and sisters, that none of you has an evil heart of unbelief that falls away from the living God, but encourage one another day by day as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. 
What's the purpose of the law? The purpose of the law is to give us a guideline of how to love, of how to pursue shalom, to pursue peace, to care about each other, and to enter his rest. To enter his rest. You see, the, the scripture says he, like Don Francisco in his song, that he, he's prepared a rest for us. A rest. Where, where we don't have to strive. We don't have to worry. We don't have to uh, uh, fight and scrape and, and, and dog eat dog in order to get ahead. No. He's prepared a rest for us. The people of Israel, he, they were separated. They were, they were indeed uh, the Perushim. They were the separated ones. He, he, God went down to Egypt, and, and Moses, by the hand of God, delivered them out of Egypt. And they come out of Egypt, and the Lord says, Look what I've got for you. I've got rest for you. I've got a promised land, a promised land that you can have. You just need to pass the test. The test was holiness. He said, you get a chance to love your neighbor here in the wilderness. You get a chance to, 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 to live in faith. You get a chance. Uh, and, 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 and he provided for them. And, and, and he split the sea for them to walk across on dry land. But they hardened their hearts. They didn't get it. Like the Pharisees. They got sidetracked. And, and the writer of Hebrews is, is, is calling on us. Don't get sidetracked. Don't get sidetracked. The law is good. Jesus said so. Jesus said so. The law is good. Uh, and and, and one of the most important laws, as a matter of fact, it was one of the commandments that preceded the law. You know which one that is? It's the Sabbath. It's the Sabbath. Now, I'm not talking about Saturday worship, and I'm not talking about keeping all the Sabbath laws, none of that. What I'm talking about is, is the very concept of the Sabbath rest. And it's all about faith. And you remember in, 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 in the 16th chapter of Exodus, uh, the, the Lord gave them manna. And the manna was spread out. And, he's, and, and he told them, he said, now, he said, for six days, you, you go out and, 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 and gather. And, and, and they did. And everyone who gathered, some gathered more than others, but when they got at home, they had just enough. They had just enough. And he said, now, uh, don't go out on the Sabbath because it won't be there. But sure enough, they did. They went out. No food. He said, 
Guys, I told you there wouldn't be any. <laughs> this is the Sabbath. Faith. You need to trust me. You need to trust me that what you gather uh, the day before the Sabbath is going to be enough to get you through the Sabbath. He said, I want you to trust me. I want you to trust me enough to obey the law. I want you to trust me enough that you don't have to cheat your neighbor. That, that, that you don't have to uh, uh, charge interest. I want you to trust me enough that you can have honest weights and measures. That you don't have to cheat to get ahead. I want you to trust me enough that every, uh, uh, every year of Jubilee that you can free all the slaves and let everybody go back and give their property back. Because you see, that's what holiness is all about. Is, is entering His rest because we have obeyed His directions. We do it right, we don't have to worry. You're going down the highway and, and, and you got your speed control to sit on 70 and you look over and there's a state patrolman or a sheriff sitting in the, in the median strip taking pictures and you don't give it another thought. Not a problem. But you know what usually happens? The guy in front of you slams on his brakes and he goes down to 65. You know? And, and I usually say, what's the matter, bud? You guilty? If you obey the law, you could relax. You can rest. And, and that's what Jesus wants for us. So, so the law is indeed a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. It is indeed to show us that we can't do it on our own. But then after we have Jesus in our hearts, then we can be obedient children and we can do it right. And, and yeah, we're going to make mistakes and that's where grace comes in and He loves us anyway and He takes care of us. Sure. But, you know, the only way the Christian life can be a, a tightrope walk is if we're walking so close to the edge and we're, we're going almost too far but not quite too far. And at that point, we, we're nervous. We don't need to be nervous. He wants us to relax. That's what holiness is all about. Holiness. Comments, thoughts. Yes. You don't have to be nervous. No. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. And those are the footprints of Jesus for us, aren't they? <laughs> we just follow in his tracks. Philippians chapter 4.
verse 2. I know, we always start at verse 4, but I'm going to start at verse 2. Because verse 2 is why verse 4 is there. I urge Yodia and Syntyche to be in harmony in the Lord. Yes, and I asked you, true companion, to help these women. They labored side by side with me in spreading the good news together with Clement and also the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. And he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all people. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the shalom, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I submit to you that Euodia and Syntyche were anxious. They were two dear Christian ladies who were workers together with the apostle, and yet they were at odds. They were struggling. They weren't pursuing peace. (laughs) Folks, remember one thing. Relationship always trumps personal rights. Relationship always trumps personal rights. I may have the right, but if I'm offending my brother or sister, that kind of restricts my right. And, and it's in the Scripture several times. Romans, Jesus talks about it. He talks about uh, going the extra mile, turning the cheek, uh, does he mean to be a doormat? No, no, that's not what this is about. And, and, and people take it to extremes. But it does mean that uh, if, if, if we're going to go someplace to eat and, and, and I want to go to someplace that, uh, that I feel perfectly good about going in there and eating, even though uh, some, some people may be doing some things that, aren't very nice and 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 somebody's with me pastor joe's with me and he says uh greg i don't want to go there i, I don't no i don't feel comfortable there ah oh, come on you, 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 what's the problem man they got the best bean soup in town let's go eat there pastor joe says but i just i don't know I, I, and i insist no look i'm driving we're going there and, 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 and if, we, if, if you can't eat there, you can sit in the car. I'm going to go eat. Now, is that love? No. Do I have a right to eat where I want to eat? Sure. Except if I'm with Pastor Joe and he didn't want to eat there. And then I yield to him because he's my friend. And... The, that's an extreme example, but it happens all the time for us. Because, you know, well, I've got a right. Sure you do. Sure you do. But you don't have license. Yeah. 
Uh huh. Yes. That's right. Yep. Yep. That Royal Ranger is a pretty good program. Pretty good program. Yeah. But you know, this is holiness. This is holiness. Pursue peace and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. I want to see Jesus. I really want to see Jesus. And, 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 I, and, and I don't think that that's, that that's talking about only about sometime down the road when, when, when I'm called home to, to be with the Lord. I think seeing Jesus is something that can happen on a regular basis. You see, we, we walk in the kingdom of God. If we're born again, we're, we're walking in the kingdom of God. We're on that, we're on that straight and narrow on that, on, on that train track, you know, and, and, we're, and we're walking with Jesus. And, you know, I want to be so in tune with him That, that I hear his voice. Open my eyes, Lord. I want to see Jesus. Open my ears, Lord. Help me to listen. I want to pay attention. You know, I, I know that the grace of God is such that if it takes a two-by-four, then uh, he'll probably do that. But, you know, uh, I, I'm kind of... I'm kind of a pansy. <laughs> I, I'm not into pain. <laughs> and, and, and regularly I pray, Lord, I, I, I don't want to before. I really want to walk with you. I, I remember, and I, I'll end with this illustration, I remember uh, Gary, I can't remember his last name. He was uh, at Trinity Assembly of God. He was a board member. And he taught a class one time, uh, a Sunday school class, and he had a uh, had a picture of a sheep, and 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 the sheep had a uh, a leash on it, and and, uh, and 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 Jesus was leading the sheep with a leash, and and as long as the sheep kept up with Jesus and went where he wanted to go, good. But then, if the sheep decided he didn't want to go that way, well, the first thing that happens is. The, the sheep stops, right? And he's got a picture of the sheep down here like this. And the second thing that happens is a rope get, gets taut, right? And the third thing that happens is the sheep's neck gets stretched. <laughs> and uh, I don't want my neck stretched. <laughs> I want to walk with the Lord in the light of his word and let his glory shed on our way. Comments, questions, thoughts. Lord Jesus, thank you that we can pursue peace and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you love us so much that you gave us a road map and you gave us directions and, and you gave us an example and, and, and you gave us all that we need. And you, and you, even, you even showed us 
how, uh, how they did it wrong so often. And, 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 and you plead with us, don't do it wrong. Don't harden your heart. Don't be stiff-necked. Lord, uh, I know that I have a tendency to be that way. But Lord, will you help me? Will you help me to do it right? And help me to honor you and to walk with you. And help us all, Lord, to, to be holy people because you are holy. And because you are holy, we can be holy. Praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.